Welcome back, everyone, to Life Reimagined, Making the Impossible Possible. I'm Catherine Lucadu, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Chrissy May. Good morning. Good morning. And Chrissy has a little a little cough and <laughs> bronchitis and see what's going around. So yes. don't worry about the, the sexy voice that she's <laughs> going on today. People say that. They say if it's a horse voice, it's a little bit more sexy. So let's go with that. (laughs) (laughs) So we have a good topic today. We're going to be talking about the six steps to set you up for success in 2023. And I know you're probably, you know, reading about this and you're, you're hearing other webinars and so on, but I really don't think you can hear enough because at some point something will click. And maybe it's grabbing a point from one podcast or seminar. Maybe it's grabbing another one that resonates with you. And that's really all we're here to do is to provide you with some information, some experience, and hopefully you can extract one or two things that you can actually put into action in 2023. Yes. And like you said, there's so many things you can do, right? There's the list goes on and on and on, but I just kind of just got real niche with it and just thought of like the top six that I thought were very beneficial that are applicable to any industry, any person out there. So yeah. yeah. And and so that's what we're going to do. We're going to apply it to any business. We'll apply it to real estate. We will apply it to life in general because I think everyone is feeling the same way moving into 2023, but just some people may have a different perspective in how they're looking at this shift, the recession, the inflation, everyone will have a different outlook on it. Mm -hmm. So we're going to give you it from our perspective. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Do you want to start us off with what would you say is one of your six steps? Sure. So I really feel like the first thing to start with going into any new year is always reflection. You know, in anything we do, we have to accumulate the data that we're working with, right? So reflecting back on what did work, what didn't work, areas that we need improvement, you know, where are those blockages, you know, where do they exist? And then also really important, which is, you know, where do we need assistance? And this is why, you know, this is where mentors and coaches come in, because that's, It's really starting to get very self-aware on where are the areas I do need assistance in going into the new year. I tried it on my own. Maybe it didn't work. And that's what that opportunity is for, to to align yourself with a mentor and coach. So I always feel like reflection is just a really key way to start reflecting on your 2022 and also giving yourself credit on what you did achieve is really important. And I think that's really, that's a great first starting point. Unless you, you know, pull that mirror up waist high and start asking yourself, you know, what is it? And and maybe just start with what are your strengths? What were mm-hmm. your strengths this year? What were your weaknesses? And, you know, are those weaknesses really crucial to business? And maybe that is going to be part of your business plan is to actually get those better, advance those skills, mm-hmm. hone those skills. And that's actually one of the points that I've added in for success in 2023 is to see this time now that we're currently in. And as we move through winter, use this as training season. And I told this to a client of mine the other day, a coaching client. And I said to him, I said, you know, what's your favorite sport? And he said, well, probably the NFL. I said, okay, perfect. Well, what, what would you say is their playing season game season? And he said, well, it's around, you know, anywhere from four to six months, let's say, 
I said, that's right. And what do they do the rest of the year? Are they kicking back? Are they on the beach for the, the, the other six months? He's like, no, they're training. I said, exactly. We have literally just played out game time the last two years, right? It was constantly, there were offers going in, even in business. It was game time. You were always on. Like, mm-hmm. how do I do this now? How do I function my business during a pandemic? How do I work my business when in real estate, the housing prices were getting to be way out of whack? So what's key here is that that was game season. Now it's training season. So now you're going to exactly what you said. Look back. Watch if we could just rewind, you know, the videos that they watch in the locker room and they're rewatching the plays that they were making. If only we could do that in life. And I think some people can if they keep a journal. Mm-hmm. Which is why it's so important to do that. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Because if you can look back and say, okay, let's be honest, did I actually use skill the last two years or was I floating by? because business was coming to me really easily. And if I wasn't using skill, what skills do I actually need to know now moving into 2023 that are going to grow my business? Because isn't that the whole point? I mean, we're not trying to slide by here. We're trying to grow the business and evolve it. Mm -hmm. So I just want to bring up something. I got someone who was looking for coaching yesterday and it all happened very quickly. And I said, well, you know, let's, let's hop on an exploratory zoom. Just, you know, if I can answer your question. So she came on and she said to me, I'm 75 years old. Oh, I love it. (laughs) And I said, that's, that's amazing. And she said, do you know what I've learned in 75 years? And I said, well, tell me, she said that I am more coachable now than I ever was because she said, when I was younger, I thought I knew it all. (laughs) And as I get older, I know that I don't. And she said, I also know where I have strengths and I also know where I have weaknesses. And she said, you know, technology and real estate is moving at such a fast pace right now that I know that I need a coach for myself and my my agents if we're going to be responsible for our business. And those words would only come out of someone who was very wise. Exactly. And I mm-hmm. love that. So 75 years old. So anyone who thinks that they're too <laughs> old for coaching or they're too old to be mentored. That's just a perception, right? It is. I People get so wrapped up in age and the number and oh my God, you know, like the lifespan. It's it's never too late. It's, you know, it's, there's always opportunity. It's just you stepping into it. That is making that decision. Yeah. Good for her. I love that. Me too. I was like, yes, <laughs> so you. Yeah, right. <laughs> She's representing the 75 year old, you know, age group. I love that. It's yeah. cute. What's your next one? Uh, my next one is setting micro goals for macro results. Okay. And so, you know, of course, the macro goal, goal is going to be the primary goal, your big picture item, your big picture goal that you want to achieve. And the macro goal is a particular action or setup of actions for the, the small achievable forms of goals. And so those look like the daily goals, right? And that's how we have over time, those micro goals are going to lead to those macro results. And they're going to rack up enough small wins so you can win big. And so really focusing on those micro goals that are going to get you to that big goal result that you want is really important. I think people get so wrapped up in, you know, I want to, let's, let's just bring in real estate. You know, I want to do a GCI of a million dollars plus next year. 
Great goal to have million dollar GCI. Well, how are you going to get there? You know, I mean, it's great to have that macro goal, but those micro goals are going to be the indicator of how you're going to achieve that macro goal. And so that's why I think it's really important people to take a pen to paper and just really start getting, you know, intimate with it and writing down everything that needs to happen from that starting point in order to achieve that goes back to who do I need to align myself with, Mm -hmm. you know? Do I need to delegate anything out? Just getting very, very niche with it so you can start achieving those macro results. So let me go one step deeper in everything that you've said, because you're just so spot on. And what does it mean to break down each of those? So if we were talking about real estate or any other business, you have to lead generate for your business. Lead generate, meaning you've got to go out and find the business, right? So When we talk about having different lead generation platforms or funnels or buckets or whatever you call it, did you know that each one needs its own business plan? And and this is what so many people don't realize. Well, if we go back to real estate, so I'm going to do online leads and I'm going to do open houses and I'm going to do direct mail and I'm going to do social media. What does that mean? So if you take social media, what does it mean you're going to generate lead generate on social media? Break that down now. Mm-hmm. How many Instagram posts? How many Facebook posts? How many reels? How many videos? How often? That's a business plan, right? And then you start breaking that down even more. What does that content look like? How many pieces of content will it be you asking for business? And how many pieces of content will you be adding value to people's lives? And then you go on to the next funnel. You know, if you're sitting back thinking, well, that's a lot of work. (laughs) It's a lot of work to run a business. If you're running a business properly, it's a lot of work. Well, it's going to be a lot more work if you don't set yourself up accordingly. So doing the work in advance is going to be a lot more, you know, productive than anything. So why wouldn't you do that? And then to niche down even more of to your point, which is fantastic, you know, what videos did work? What didn't work? Where are you wasting your time? And that's why we have these analytics in our in our back office, so to speak, because now you can actually see what's working and what's not. Maybe what you thought was a great play, and I'm learning this right now as I'm getting deeper into YouTube because I'm starting that YouTube channel. And it's funny, what I thought would be a hit isn't a hit. So, isn't you know, that amazing. <laughs> they, the audience is going to tell you yes. what they want. It's like, it's so easy. Don't overcomplicate it. It's not to say don't throw things out there. It's very important, mm-hmm. but you're going to see what really drives traffic and eyeballs as opposed to what you think is going to be the leader in getting attention. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, and, and again, it's going back to if you don't know the numbers and those numbers are everything, it's the numbers in your business, right? If mm-hmm. you were spending $5,000 a month on online leads, have you actually tracked how many of those leads were called, converted? Did you actually, did they become a client? Mm-hmm. And how many of them are just sitting there untouched because no one called them? So how much money is actually out there that was never capitalized on? So what, you know, going really, really minute in what each of these things mean will actually propel you forward the right way. And you will and stop faster. wasting money. Yeah. yeah. And a lot quicker. I know years ago when I was doing so many open houses, this was probably four years ago, three or four years ago, four years ago when I was doing a lot of open houses. I knew my numbers exactly. I knew when I had 
15 people that walked into my open house that signed in legible. You know, I knew their name number. I got to know them. One of those would always be a closed transaction. So I knew going into it, I needed to do X amount of open houses per week, getting that many people to walk through. And I could, I could pretty much predict how many closings I would have each month Mm -hmm. from that formula. So that's just an example. I know things have changed since then, but that's just an example of what we're talking about. So I'm going to actually bring up a point right to what you just talked about. Newer agents today, I find will, and, and really it's no different than when we were doing open houses is they get discouraged. Two people walked in, one Mm -hmm. person walked in. It wasn't worth my while. How would you answer that question? I know from experience and I can tell you what happened during this this time, which makes me think about what you're mentioning. So I was trying to break into the ultra luxury market. And so I aligned myself with a group of people that were already, you know, heavy hitters in it. And so they already had these huge listings in a specific area that I wanted to start, you know, getting into. And so we're talking three, four, five million dollar plus homes. And they were so gracious, obviously, and let me open house whenever I wanted. So I did a campaign where I open housed every day for, I think it was 75 days straight. I was try- trying to make it to 90, but I did 75 days oh, straight. Amazing. And I was so frustrated because everybody was coming in rightfully. So who doesn't want to look at a gorgeous three plus million dollar home? And, you know, I always had everything perfect, you know, my whole setup and everything. And I thought, what am I doing wrong? And so I got very discouraged, but I thought, no, I know it's a numbers thing. I know it's just consistency and staying consistent. And so time went by where I created not only an amazing list, an email list of like the most incredible people you could imagine that were in that pocket of buyers. And I would eventually move on to not that specific home I did not sell, but I ended up selling multiple homes from just that walkthrough for that period of time. And so it is frustrating, but you need to work that email list, massage it, stay front and center, you know, give them up-to-date information that's relative, you know, stay in front of them is really important. So you don't just allow all that time and effort to go to waste is really important, right? Because well, it may not happen right then and there. And it's practice. It is. It right? definitely is. And if mm-hmm. no one's walking in, then why don't you just use that time to think of other ways to make it work the next time, you know? That and also utilize the time you have. You're already there to work, right? So I would then take my time and do social media posts. I would go around the home, talk about the home, take pictures, video, post that. Even though I may only had one or two that day, some days it was 15 or 20. But even though I didn't have that much traffic at certain days, I still utilize that opportunity to push it out elsewhere. So yeah, and you do learn as you go. And, uh, you know, obviously what marketing does work and what doesn't. So it's, it's all part of the process. And it's only going to position you to be a stronger, more efficient and effective agent. Absolutely. Trial and error. It's all about trial and error. Life. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) What do you have as your next? My third one is kind of an alignment with what we were talking about. It's the giver's gain mindset. I think that's really important because so many of us in whatever industry we're in, maybe get into that, fall into that trap of why aren't people coming in? Why aren't people, you know, wanting my services or whatever? Well, I would flip that mindset and look at through a lens of what are you giving yeah. and truly giving, not giving because you're trying to, you know, gain, but it's law. The givers will gain. That's just how it goes. So showing up and giving every day. And are you providing enough compelling information 
for someone who wants to work with you? That is a question I would ask because there's so much content right now online. So you really need to show up in a unique, which is why, you know, that makes you so amazing as no one's you. And so tapping into your potential and trying to show up in a unique way on how you're giving that information is going to be key and being consistent with it. Mm -hmm. So having the giver's gain mindset, showing up, becoming the primary resource for whatever industry you're in. If it's real estate, give those up-to-date tips all the time. Get creative with it. You know, get kind of cutesy with it. Maybe it's a, they used to call it what, Monday market or update, whatever. That was a big thing for the longest time. Mm -hmm. You know, do a little play on words and do something unique and different that no one has done where they know every Wednesday they're showing up to see you as- I love what you just said. Every Wednesday. Consistency. Like the show. Show up when you say you're going to show up. Yeah. Create a show, actually. Create a show and, you know, and make that an episodic, you know, series where they know every Wednesday I'm going to tune in and watch so-and-so, you know, talk about the current trends in my area. Boom. Keep consistent with it. Enough time will go by where you'll start creating this momentum and people will want to learn from you. And then now you've already developed that no trust and like. Now you're going to be that primary resource they think of the first time when they want to go into whether it is real estate, design, flipping, whatever industry you're in. Is So it's, I think the giver's gain mindset's important. It's hard in the beginning because we feel like we're just showing up and spewing out content that we've worked so hard to put together. Or maybe there's somebody out there that's ripping off your content and repurposing it under their name. That's very hard sometimes too. But I will tell you, stay within your integrity and keep showing up and it will pay off. Absolutely. So that actually leads to one of my points, which is stand out. Usually in a time when things feel challenging, the market feels tough. It feels like nobody wants to make a decision and so on. That's when a lot of people retreat and they say, well, there's nothing I can do right now, right? No Mm -hmm. one's buying, no one's selling. So that is actually the time when you have to move forward and raise your hand and say, I'm here and I'm going to continue giving you information. I'm going to continue educating you on the market because at the end of the day, we need to meet people where they're at. They are confused. They don't know what's going on. Their value of their home or or what's going on in their business or what's going on in the marketplace is all over the place. So you, as you mentioned, the expert in real estate or the expert in health or the expert in whatever you're expert in, Now is your time to shine and show people that you are going to be the lighthouse and you will guide them through what's going on. And I think that when you are that person that will stand out during these times, that is the person that they will seek out when everything starts to open up again. So well said. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, that's that's going to be the separator, differentiator from the real true expert and professional as opposed to the ones that just showed up when it was easy. Yes. You know, easy is easy as we always talk about, but you know, who's who's who wants to align themselves with the easy? I want to align myself with the person that's going through battle and, and shifting times and knows how to pivot and has that creative mindset and that could bring me through that. And, you know, that's that's where we're at right now. Like Catherine said, this is the time. It's so easy to shine right now because everyone's waving that white flag and, you know, and they're just they're piecing out, you know, they're saying, well, I can't do it right now. They're creating this scenario 
in their minds where it's not, they can't do it. And it's just a mindset. And, and here you are today, you know, you've been sick all week, but the thing is, is that you still showed up today and it doesn't matter that the voices, and this is really such a great example of what we're talking about is it really doesn't matter that, that your voice is hoarse. It does not matter if you have to drink. It doesn't matter. The point is you're showing up and we're showing up to provide information. And that's all that people look for. Right. We're not looking. And, and one of the things that you probably noticed in the YouTube videos that you thought were amazing is the ones who you probably thought weren't amazing <laughs> were the ones that actually did better. <laughs> oh my gosh, they did. I know. I couldn't believe it. And that's just the whole thing. You have to just have enough confidence just to, just to, you have to tune out what anybody's thinking or saying or whatever. You just show up and do it because it's just, it's market research. You're just learning on what's working, what's not. Yes. And that's going to be really the driving force. What gives you this, this leap into massive success because you've done the, the interim work that nobody wants to do, you know, and that's, what's going to separate you. So just flipping that mindset and going into it with preparation over anything else. Yeah. So is that one of your other points is mindset? Well, I had the giver's gain mindset, but are we on number four? I think we're on five now. Okay. My number five is going to be self-care practices for all around success. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, and I say that because it really goes hand in hand with how we're going to be able to show, show up. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we're not healthy, how can we show up? Yeah. I mean, that's really important. So the foods you eat, the mindset you carry, your spiritual growth, all of those are going to be an indicator of your success. It's not even a, like a little important. It's huge. It's everything. Because if you don't move your body, then you're not like, if we start going technical, you need to move the blood around in your body, right? It's, it's really, really important because that blood needs to go up to the brain, back down to all of, you know, your extremities. It needs to be there. So even if you only have time in the morning for a 15 minute walk around the house, walk around your block, it doesn't matter as long as you got up and moved and it will start to change your mind because when you can move into action, your brain actually fires on a different level than if you were to just go from bed to, to breakfast, to office or work or whatever. Food is everything. I mean, how often, you know, how many times have you eaten something that was a really heavy meal or lots of carbs? You may not feel it the next day, but you will feel it the day after that and the day after that. To be really intentional, I think, is very important about what you're eating. And we've talked about this before. If I'm going to eat pasta, I know I'm eating pasta and I'm doing it intentionally, but I also know that I'm not going to eat a lot of it and I'm probably not going to eat it again for another couple of weeks right? This is how I've created my own sort of healthy uh, way of living is that mm -hmm. I already know my measures in my mind. We find what works for you. And sometimes it means overhauling everything you've ever done and starting over from scratch, but it's creating that habit, right? Of mm -hmm. eating well, drinking lots of water. I mean, that's huge as well. It's, it's life. Water is life. Right. And you're creating the energy to execute. So if you're having a hard time executing, if you have a hard time showing up, if you're having a hard time, you know, feeling confident, all of those are relating to your self-care practices. Mm -hmm. And so it, 
it is the most important thing, in my opinion. If you don't have a self-care routine, whatever that looks like for you, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. You need to implement that on a daily basis so you can show up and do everything else. Yeah, absolutely. And let's get to the last one. My last one, and we'll give you two last ones. So maybe we, mm-hmm. we exceed six steps. I don't know. But I have build yourself a growth plan. What do you want life to look like one year from now? two years from now, because if you don't have that in your mind, if you don't have the vision, it's very hard for you to actually get up and do what you need to do and to, to create these successful habits, because what's driving you motivation, you're not always going to have motivation. Mm -hmm. There will be days you wake up when you don't have it, but the vision that you have of your future, that will always be there. So -hmm. if you have a vision that's strong enough, you don't need the motivation. You will just get up, you know, on the days that you don't feel like it. Mine was very similar to yours. It, it was um, basically about reading more, learning more. So the growth mindset, but also just to penny back what you just said, it's when you create a well-defined goal, you know, they can carry you through that those difficult times. And so I love the quote. I'd love to share um, one of my favorites, Jim Rohn. He said, you know, dreams and goals can become magnets. The stronger the goal, the higher the purpose, the more powerful the objective, the stronger the magnet is that pulls you. And so, you know, they pull you through down days. They pull you through difficult times. They pull you through the winter of your life. And so like Catherine said, really defining those goals is really going to be the key component Mm -hmm. in your success. And if you don't know how to do that, then seek someone out who can help you get that vision on paper. Because if you have it, you know, or maybe I should say, if you don't have it, it's like getting in your car and and going for a hundred mile drive to a city that you've never been to. I mean, eventually you'll get there, but how long will it take you? Or you could just program a GPS. It tells you exactly how to get there and you'll get there within a day, a few hours, whatever the case is. The same thing goes for business. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. There are people out there doing what what it is that you want to do. You just have to find that person and then align yourself with them. Hire them as a coach, as a mentor. Yes. I mean, that's the quickest way to get to the top. You had a, a gentleman, I thought you said a couple of weeks ago in an episode that he was in real estate and he had or they just got into real estate. It was about, they were just coming into it and they said, well, I want to go to somebody who's already done it. I mean, that's the secret sauce and it's no secret, really. It's just, that's, that's the whole point. Hire somebody who's already done it, who can give you the play by play. So you don't have to waste years and thousands of dollars on making mistakes. Well, and what's interesting about that particular man is he had run multiple businesses. He -hmm. had owned hotels and restaurants and convenience stores. So he knew what it takes to build something from the ground up. And he said, I am not willing to do that in real estate. (laughs) I just want to fast forward. So just help me get there. And we are probably in our, in our second month of coaching, we're probably advanced two years to what it would take someone to figure it out on their own. Yeah. I mean, all day long, if I could redo it, if I could do it over again, I go back to when I started in real estate, I would absolutely hire a coach immediately and probably position myself on a team immediately. But I've come from being an entrepreneur my entire life. 
So I was like, I, I got this. I yeah. can do this. Yeah. Well, I got it. I can do it. But I wasted a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly it. Exactly. I hope you have found uh, a few points that will take you into 2023. You know, this is our experience talking and we've both been through many years of owning businesses and doing real estate at high levels. So this is where we're talking about, you don't have to reinvent the wheel, you know, just listen back to some of the other podcasts that we've done and they will give you a lot of pointers going into 2023. Well, wishing you a wonderful, productive, happy, successful week ahead. Chrissy, I hope you feel better. Thank you. I will. I'm already feeling better. It's all a mindset, right? All I'm, mindset. I'm just, I'm, I know. The healing's coming. <laughs> it is coming. It is. We look forward to seeing you all again next week. Bye for now. Make it a beautiful weekend.